Hi, everybody. Welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast. Ooh, I'm your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, and it is Thanksgiving Eve. Um, so this will be a very short one, but it will be all about gratitude um, as we go into Thanksgiving tomorrow, because I need to head to the busiest airport in the world to go pick up my son who's coming into town uh, on the busiest travel day of the year. <laughs> So that's how that one's working. And I'm giving myself plenty of time to make that happen. So uh, yeah, today is, you know, I always talk about strategy and although strategy is important, sometimes that emotional connection is way more important um, with what we're doing and how we're doing it and why we're not getting the results that we need um, or want or desire. And you know, this has been one of those trying years for me that I'm not getting the results that I want. Um, am I kind of doing the definition of insanity where I'm, you know, trying to do the same thing over and over again and get the same results? No, what I'm doing is I'm trying to consistently just put myself out there knowing that the results are not uh, optimal, but also at the same time, not pressuring or pushing myself to be able to switch it up just yet because I don't have, I don't have my formula in place yet. Okay. Um, yes, there are all kinds of business strategies that we could be applying in order to make business better. But the truth is, is it's, it's the recipe. It's, it's, it's the soup. It's all of that. It's, it's your secret sauce. Um, and I know all of the things that surround the secret sauce in order to make it great. You know, I the, the pots, the pans, the tools, the spoons, the, you know, but I'm still putting together my special formula of what that is for right now, because certainly it has changed. So from, you know, pre-pandemic, um, I had a certain voice that I was putting out. And then during the pandemic, um, you know, that's where the SOS and the whole strategy piece came in because people were really struggling with lack of operational excellence. Okay. They were, they were plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, and they didn't have things in place in order to make it work for them, um, to nurture their business on a downturn, but also grow their business now on an upturn. So I've spent, you know, the last couple of years really talking about strategy and, you know, going into 2023 20, with a different formula is what I'm working on and I'm still processing it. I'm still in my head about it. I'm, I'm looking, I'm searching, I'm researching, I'm connecting with other people. Um, I'm trying to find this space of, you know, what, what is that? secret formula for me. And you may be asking yourselves these same questions as well. You know, I know when you have a brick and mortar business that there is a, a definitive what it, your business is. As a coach and a speaker and an author and a podcaster, I can I get to reinvent this process all the time. I get to I get to move and shift with what's going on in the world and what's going on with businesses and what's going on in our industry. 
and, um, you know, kind of create that what's next step in there. And, and, you know, and although I share from a marketing perspective, um, as a branding expert, that consistency is one of the most important things that you can do. Um, I am consistently out there, um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reaching that optimal potential that I'm choosing to do. And, and listen, we're not the same person we were a couple of years ago, uh, one year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. And I really feel that more now than ever with where I'm at in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm not ready to retire. So I certainly have to, uh, find this new position, um, that's going to make me happy. So today is episode 91 and, uh, it's gratitude. It's just about gratitude. We're going to, we're going to tap into the mindset here. Um, and we're just going to talk about it from a space of a gratitude strategy. Okay. Because gratitude, although it should come from your internal being and it should come from the heart and all of those things, we could say all of those things are great. The woo woo things are great, but the truth is, is in order to practice gratitude, you have to have a gratitude strategy here. So mindset it is today. What's your gratitude strategy? Okay. And we're just going to look at it from a couple different perspectives, self-care from yourself. What are you doing for yourself? That is practicing a gratitude strategy. And what are you doing for others? Because, you know, when I talk about branding, it's branding is not just about how you want to be represented. The connection in branding is how are you a contribution to others based on your gifts? How are you a contribution to others based on your gifts? And I don't mean your gifts of just what you do or what you're an expert in. What is those God-given gifts? What are those innate gifts? What are those gifts that have developed over the course of your life that have created the person that you are? Uh, some of it's probably based in our DNA. Some of it is, is you know, ancestral Um some of it is the experiences we had at a very young point in our life. And as we kind of progress through adolescence and teenager and young adult, um, all of those things kind of create and develop that brand essence that we talk about. And what it does is based on my life experiences, based on what I've been through, the challenges I've faced, the things I've overcome, I have developed a particular brand essence or brand persona, and it's how I understand I am a contribution to others. So yes, my brand is, is my personal brand is self-reflective, but it also has to be exposed and pushed out into the world as a contribution to others. So, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that as, as we go into the new year, because that's more in alignment of the conversations that I want to have. Um, with people, because I, I again, I, and I say this probably often, ninety percent of my coaching with my clients is mindset coaching. Ten percent is strategy. Um, and depending on what they're up against at that particular time, whether it's leadership, hiring, um, operations, marketing, you know, uh, trying to figure out some education or trying to learn a new skill or task, in uh, technology, whatever that is, um, I can tell you that 90% of it is this having just having them believe that there is there is a solution, 
that they can find and carve out the time to come up to this solution, that they can put time into the action of this solution and the impact and results that it's going to have on their business themselves, others. Okay. So, but I want to get more personal with all of this because, you know, right now, 2022 being a challenging year, um, in a lot of ways and a, and a growing year in a lot of ways. Um, I just, I haven't, I personally haven't found that real harmony in this year as I have in other years. And I didn't push myself to, you know, to, to, to make it up or, you know, fake it until I make it kind of thing. I really just became consistently still in regards to this. Um, I've spent a lot more time in the salon. As a matter of fact, this podcast, um, it was started in the, in, from the, my time in the salon. Um, and here we are, um, at this point coming close to the end of the year. And, uh, we sometimes spend an enormous amount of time at this point thinking, what do we want the next year to look like? But let's just stop and be grateful for what this year provided for us at this point in time. So these are some of the things that I do from a self-care perspective um, in regards to my gratitude strategy. So I take vitamins. I'm telling you, if you don't take vitamins, start taking vitamins. They make a big difference of my energy level, my level of clarity, um, my stamina, um, you know, just the, the, the opportunity to be able to make better choices with food, um, is why I take vitamins. I notice the difference when all of a sudden, when I run out of something and I don't have that supply coming, you know, as quickly as I can, I start to notice a real difference in the way that I'm eating, my digestive, my energy levels, everything. So start taking vitamins, okay? Look and see what those vitamins are that seem to make sense for you. Obviously, you know, it's a multivitamin, a probiotic, um, vitamin C, vitamin D, B12. Um, and then depending on where I'm at, you know, in that time of year, if my allergies are getting bad, I kind of take on, you know, um, different vitamins, or if I'm very active in the summertime, I'm taking on a different set of vitamins there, but I will consistently do vitamins and I see that they really make the difference. Um, also exercise. Now I can't say that I'm as consistent with exercise as I am my vitamins. Um, but I do, you know, I found the, iFit uh, treadmill machine to be probably one of my favorite things to do. So I go downstairs where I have a little workout area, I jump on my treadmill and I find a place I want to go to in the world. And I tell you, iFit has that place. So I'm scrolling through a series of opportunities here. I've been to Egypt. I've been to Turkey. I've been to Costa Rica, Aruba, um, Ecuador. Um, I've, I've visited all of these places while walking, running, or doing a light jog. Um, and learning about these places and seeing some of these beautiful places in the world. And it feels good to be able to do that. You know, if I, if I never make it to some of these places in my lifetime, I feel like that's the next best thing. And at the same time, I'm getting the exercise that I need. So those are things that I'll consistently do. Um, the second thing I do is journal. I journal just about every day. 
And I just write whatever it's a brain dump. It is absolutely a brain dump. It's sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes there's no purpose for it. I'm just writing and I'm getting my thoughts out. And then there are some times that I'm not really in a writing mood, but the journal still is relevant because I'll go back and I'll read, you know, three months ago, one year ago in, in some of my journals and I'll just see, am I making progress or am I kind of in that space of complaining about the same thing that I was a year ago and I haven't really found the perfect solution to it. So sometimes it's writing, sometimes it's reading, but in both situations, it's me expressing myself, reading my expression or writing my expression. And it's a great release to be able to do that. Um, another self-care that I do, which is more of a passion project is I bake. You know, I love being in my kitchen. I love the idea of just baking and, you know, people are like, oh, you need to sell, you know, I, I specialize kind of in cupcakes. So I called, you know, I kind of, I have it coined and branded. Of course I have it branded because I'm a brander. So it's called Batshit Bonnie's Treats and you can find me on Instagram. Um, and people are like, oh, you need to be selling these. And, you know, or, or people are like, oh, you need to be adding your recipes to your post type of thing. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what this is. Not at this point anyway, maybe it will evolve into something else, but I bake because I enjoy it and I share it because it's a form of expression. I don't bake to make money. Um, although it's costing me a fortune to bake anymore. <laughs> The, the good news is, is that I have beautiful neighbors and an entire salon of 35 people that I can bring my baking goods to. So they're not left in the house for me just to be eating them. You know, people are like, what do you do with all these cupcakes you're making? And it's like, I bring them to the salon. I bring them to my neighbors. So I share them um, with whoever I can. And, but it's, it's very, uh, it's very methodical. Baking is very methodical and I like trying things and I like looking at it from two different perspectives, you know, and it's, and it's no different than the hair industry. So one part of it is I'm really looking for flavor. I'm looking to create a, a taste, a flavor that is unique in the cupcake and, and the decoration is simplified. And then the other thing is it's kind of more themed and I'm looking to decorate them really fun, but keep the cupcake flavor and everything as uh, basic in there. So I kind of go back and forth between those two. Um, obviously, you know, this time of year, it's, it's fun. Halloween was great. I made like five different versions of different cupcakes. You can see all them on again, on my Instagram, bat shit underscore Bonnie underscore treats. Um, but it's very, it's very methodical for me. It's, it's um, like I said, a passion project and I enjoy doing it. Um, and I've noticed that it takes me nothing to be able to whip out two dozen cupcakes. It's, it's very easy to do that now from the starting point to getting the ingredients together, uh, keeping my kitchen clean in the process to all, you know, to, to cleaning up the kitchen afterwards and, and maybe enjoying a cupcake or two in the process. Um, but people are like, oh, you need to like start posting how you're, you know, how you're making them on Instagram, you know, get the whole setup, get the, you know, get the, the lights and, and set up the camera and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm not doing this to teach other people how to bake. I am not the expert in baking. I'm just enjoying this, but again, maybe one day. It's just fun for me right now. It was kind of a project I took on in 2020 when I'm like, what am I going to do with my time? 
and I want it to be something creative. And that's kind of how the baking came about. And then finally in the, in the self-care mode, one of the things that I do as a gratitude strategy is I build in downtime. So I am, I am an empathic person. Um, I, I think I used to be in my early years, very much an extrovert. And now I'm kind of like more of an introvert or that, you know, that hybrid of an extrovert and introvert, but I need downtime. And I, I actually have to feel my feelings. Okay. Um, I need that downtime to be able to feel my feelings. What am I feeling? Am I feeling, um, insecure? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling down? Am I feeling depressed? Am I feeling overwhelmed? You know, what, what are these feelings that I'm feeling and not to try and fix them all the time, but just to be able to acknowledge them. It's like, I'm friending my feelings, um, so that I'm not bringing them so much into the next day or not taking them out on other people. And especially now that I'm in the thrones of grieving, after losing my mother and my dog in the same day, um, back in September, I can't believe it's already been two months. Um, you know, seriously, you know, when you look at that healing formula of shock, denial, you know, sadness, anger, hope, shock, denial was, you know, the first six weeks because it was just kind of taking care of business and doing things and, you know, learning that, that moment of acceptance in it. But uh, here I am two months later and, you know, it's sad, especially with the holidays. It's I'm sad. Um, I have, you know, moments where I'm like, fine. And the next thing you know, I'm bawling my eyes out driving down the street or or having a conversation with somebody. And I'm just looking right through them and thinking nothing you're saying right now is that important because I can't I can't think about anything else but the hurt and the pain that I'm feeling right now. And I know this, I know that healing takes time and, and I'm, I understand that, but that's part of the reason why I build in downtime for myself is so I can feel the emotions and, you know, regenerate myself because I, I, I'm not the energizer bunny anymore. I just can't keep going. I need that downtime to, you know, self-care, uh, to build it back up again. So those are my gratitude strategies. What are yours? What do you, what do you do? How do you make your day life a little better and a little easier? Because, you know, there are people in our lives that are sometimes very demanding, very, um, very challenging, uh, very much the victims or the martyrs, and they suck a lot of energy from you. And so you have to make sure that you have your, your self-care strategies in place. Um, because if these people are family, as we're going into Thanksgiving, or people you work with that you got to you got to build that that protective resistance around it where you're still a caring person um but you're not you're you're not letting them kind of you know penetrate your boundaries in a sense so tell me what you're doing share with me on any of my uh you know as you see this podcast on a, on a post share with me what you're doing um, in order to create self-care, I I'm, I'm open. I'm looking for some new ideas of, uh, some self-care strategies and everything and looking for opportunities going into 2023 to have more of these conversations, um, in my podcast with my clients and also to have guests on, um, the podcast to be able to, uh, share what they're doing and, uh, create more of that, that, that honest expression that I feel like we've been, missing for the last couple of years because everything is so politicized today, right? Okay, now we're going to shift gears and we're going to take from self-care to how um, 
how I have a gratitude strategy towards others. And of course, this again is, is very much a strategy because it's, it's sometimes not natural for us to think about other people or what the impact is that we have on other people. And this is very much an emotional intelligent piece. Sometimes we don't realize the impact we have on other people, negative, positive. Sometimes we just kind of get in our and stuck in this particular mode and um, we don't realize that what we're doing is affecting other people in a way that they're trying to avoid us or, or not want to, you know, be, be close to us or have intimacy with us type of thing. So um, here's my gratitude um, strategies for others. I check in, I check in with people. Okay. And I, ask with empathy how they're doing. Now, I desperately want them to ask how I'm doing. I desperately want that. We all do. But I I really have had to train myself to, this isn't about me. I, I just want to be really present for them. I don't want to go, oh, me too. Oh, this happened to me. Oh, I had that happen too. And, and, you know, that's a conversation. And sometimes it's a conversation that neither person feels heard in the end. So I really have to practice checking in with people and asking with empathy how they're doing. Okay. Um, secondly, what I do for others is I, I love to cook and, and feed them. Um, you know, especially my fiance, Jeff, it's like, you know, it's, it's an expression of how I share love. It's, it's an expression of, let's just sit down and enjoy a meal together, you know? So I do love to, you know, to bring food into that process of um, providing for others. And, and listen, it's not fancy. Sometimes it's, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup, but um, it's the right thing in that moment. Okay. Um, I, I try very hard to look at it from a place of empathy and sympathy here at the same time is I put myself in their shoes. What are they feeling right now? What are they struggling with? What am I making an assumption on that I don't really have all the facts or the answers to in regards to it? Um, so my sister's a perfect example of this is, you know, she doesn't have, a, she's not in a relationship right now. You know, our mother did just pass away. So she doesn't have anybody to really express herself to. And um, she works from home. So she doesn't even have coworkers or that kind of interaction happening anymore. And so I noticed that when we get on the phone, she really likes to download a lot about her work. And I got very frustrated with it because I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't have the capacity to hear it. But then it occurred to me that I have somebody to share those woes with. And I remembered she doesn't. And in that moment, I just put myself in her shoes and said, she just really needs five minutes to be able to bitch about her job and what's going on at work. And I'll lead her into another conversation that might be healthier for both of us, or that I feel like is not sucking the life out of me in a sense. Um, and it, it helps, it makes a difference. And I think that in that case, um, you know, they get that expression release and they feel heard and then the relationship prospers from there. And of course, the final thing that I do is, and this is something that, I, you know, it's, it's challenging for me is I have to monitor my defensiveness. So 
there are times that, you know, one of my strongest behaviors that I have is being defensive and it's a protective behavior. I'm, if I feel that somebody is, you know, doing something or looking at me or, or, or saying something to me in a way that is, I immediately want to protect myself. I know it's from my stories very early on. And it makes sense. It makes sense why this is my go-to behavior, but I have to monitor my defensiveness. I have to monitor that level of protectiveness and determine, is this person really out to hurt me? Is this person helping me? Is this person trying to provide something for me that I need to be more open to listening to? Um, even though it may not feel good, um, can I monitor my defensiveness in this moment so that I can hear and feel them wanting to connect with me? And in turn, me being able to connect back with them. So that's my uh, strategy, um, my gratitude strategies when dealing with others. So I hope that I hope that helps. But I really want you to think about this this time of year, because uh, we're certainly going into the overwhelm part, busy, because, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to mainly people that are in the beauty industry. So we know this is our very busy time of year. And um but, you know, write down, write down a few things that are your go-to strategies for gratitude and see how consistent you are with them and see if maybe there doesn't need to be a level of consistency that will help and support you with what you're doing at, in this point in time. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of closing out with the month of December um, with some of the business that I have at hand, but I'm looking forward to going into 2023 and opening up my books again for new clients. But I want to open up my books for new clients, part strategy, but more mindset. I really want you to look at what do you need help with? And, you know, is that something that I can offer you? Is that something? And of course, you can always set up a free session so that we can talk about it. Um, SOScoachme.com and we can figure all of that out. So um, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Enjoy every bit of what this represents for you, family, friends, um, you know, graciousness, giving, thankfulness, and of course, gratitude. So enjoy, and I'll talk to you next week.